You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Grox Nights, the Grox Podcast Live Show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Hello. How's it? How's it hanging? It's amazing my 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 artificial energy level at the beginning of the show because just before I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hit live then do the video. Uh, <laughs> you did. You sounded like an NPR host. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a it's show business. Um, so. <laughs> Tonight, more on time tonight, Savannah says. Yes. Yeah, this I, is close. This is close. It's as close as we've been in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We're only 15 minutes behind when we tell people we're going live. <laughs> uh tonight we're gonna do it's it's monster of the week. Yeah. And the monster is creepy neighbors. Yeah, the monsters are us humans. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say the most <laughs> the most realistic bad guys, I guess, that we've done so far. Yeah, that's true. If you don't count children, well, everyone knows villains. Children are evil, pure evil, and then we have to raise them up right. <laughs> evil, pure evil. I don't recall. I don't recall how the neighbors thing. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm just poking my eye out here on the cam. I got. I've got just something in my eye. Take that out eyeball out of there, man. Hey, welcome to the show. There might be bees uh, behind it. <laughs> so I don't remember how. How did we come across? Um, the idea of creepy neighbors. I don't know. Well, it's a great, it, it's a great idea. And I was like, well, that gives me an excuse to, to watch a uh, fright night for whatever reason. Um, did you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I almost, I was going to watch something else. And I was like, no, this is boring. I'm going to watch fright night. Um, and it was on shutter. Hey, the, it's, paying, it's paying off so far. The good oh, one or the new one. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, I watched the original Fright Night. Uh, Savannah said she suggested it. Okay, okay. Well, good suggestion. You'll put an eye out with that thing. I know. I think I got it though. Um, <laughs> my eye. Yep. And then uh, we've got some news. We're gonna try not to go two hours, which means we're probably gonna go two and a half hours. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, likely. it's it's the usual. It's the usual. I. I have we been watching anything? That's usually kind of how we start. Um, you guys been watching anything good other than what we're going to talk about? I didn't watch anything. I've so. been watching the boys. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, some more. Well, but I watched not, not much new. Yeah, the boys is worth it though. That's good. We we're caught up, I think, aren't we? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So is Vanna. Um, Okay. Well, we have been watching some stuff. Other than that, though, oh, Melanie got me to watch Daybreak, which was the show she uh, talked oh, yeah. about last week as her pick for zombies. I've only watched two episodes so far. Yeah, I kind of love it. <laughs> it's it's kind of great. Um, yeah, it's very in- or maybe three episodes. It's very enjoyable so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Melanie is right. It does have that thing. It's kind of like the babysitter to where these children or teens 
or in some cases, actual children talk like 30, 40 year old film nerds, but it's not as extreme or at least as off putting as it is in the babysitter killer queen was, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Why? Um, because I've seen them all, but yeah. So anyhow, um, that's about it. We watched an episode of woke um, on Hulu, which is, mm-hmm. which was interesting, but I don't know how far we'll get into that show. Um, that's about, that's really about it. I guess I did watch uh, the two Kingsman movies. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. Or, yeah. No, we haven't. I haven't seen the second one. Wait, the second sure? one yes. is is worth seeing um, because it does that same thing that like Happy Death Day did, where it's like the first one set it up and then the second one just did whatever the heck it wanted to. I feel right. like that's what happened with Golden Circle was like, we set up this kind of bonkers pres- uh, you know, precedent, so now we can just do whatever we want with it. And it was mm-hmm. like, holy moly, you guys just you just went all out. I feel like I saw the second one, but I don't know when I would have. Do you remember Elton John? Possibly. Was it, was that, or is there like a big thing, like a big party? Elton John is like a big deal. No, no. (laughs) Elton John is, I don't, I want to spoil like too much of it, but like Mm -hmm. Elton John is captive Mm -hmm. for a good portion of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I I still feel like I maybe saw it. I don't know. We'll see. I'll watch it and then I'll be like, oh yeah. And then like two weeks later, I'll be like, I don't know if I've seen that movie. <sighs> There's like robot dogs and all sorts of crazy stuff that I just didn't see coming. And I saw the first movie. People's yeah. heads exploding in uh, like fireworks. So yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of the precedent they set, but this was still like, whoa, they're really going crazy with this. Mm-hmm. So I think that Jesse might enjoy woke if, I mean, I don't know if he's woke or not, but just from the perspective of a a fellow cartoon artist being the main character. Oh, oh, you know what? I think uh, I saw trailers for this and Mm -hmm. I was interested by it. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably enjoy. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll continue watching it on my own. I don't know. Um, All right. Well, Let's let's just move into it. I'm sorry. I was doing my normal beginning of the show pimpage thing, behind the scenes pimpage thing. So that's why I sound like I'm just getting to the party. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to start with the monster of the week thing, which is kind of what we've been doing? So I figured we yeah, we might as well. Yeah, yeah. So the debates. Yeah. <laughs> that's the monster of the week, that's right? The monster of the oh, week. Oh no, 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 no. The creepy. Creepy Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah. I mean, creepy neighbor. <laughs> oh man, I, we don't the debates. It's all, <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, it's all I want to talk about. I know, I, I know. Very little I let that genie out of the bottle. No, come on, man. Will you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep yapping, man. Just shut keep up yapping. Get to the yeah. Get to the whatever. Gosh, it's crazy. Let's it's, do it. It's amazing. <sighs> it's not amazing. It was a. It's it. It was a. If you think about it, it's no, embarrassing. But I, well, that was yeah. For all of us, but the, that's kind of the state many of us have been living in for like four years now. So yeah, that's true. Political again. Okay. Um, Savannah said Daybreak is amazing. 
yeah, it's fun. It's a good fun show. I'm going I'm to have to check this out because like nobody said, that's garbage. Nobody <laughs> said that. Oh, nope. she also said the original Fright Night is on Amazon. <laughs> and the debates are where Dumpster Fire, so yeah. Yeah, they were. Um, I believe, I, I believe Shudder, was it Shudder or Amazon I watched it on? I think it was Shudder. Whichever it was, they have both the remake and the original. But who wants to start? Um, I'll start. Okay. So what did you watch? I watched one bedroom, or actually, it's one br. Uh, it's on Netflix, which is just where I usually get everything because it's already the password's right. already saved in all my devices. Um, so. It starts with the girl, generic character, which I kind of a lot of Netflix stuff seems to go with the, you know, a generic character. And, uh, well, you know what I mean. It's like, sure, they, sure. yeah, uh, very formulaic kind of. Uh, she goes, she goes to, I'm assuming it's California. I don't know. I don't remember. But, you know, she moves to a big city and she's trying to, you know, make it big. I think she wants to be a seamstress or something. Or, you know, I'm assuming like a fashion designer in the long run. But um, she moves into this one bedroom and the like. they're like, do you have any pets? And she's like, no, I don't have any pets. But she does. She has a cat. And um, she's working as a temp somewhere. And then you find out she has like an estranged relationship with her father. Just, you know, little filler stuff. She has a friend at work who stands up for herself and she's really... Uh, respects her and stuff. So she moves into this apartment where she's not supposed to have a pet. And then she starts hearing pipes banging while she's trying to sleep and she can't sleep at night. So she's all tired. And then, uh, she's like, I think I'm going crazy and her medication goes missing and just stuff compiling on itself. And then I'm not going to go into like super spoilers. Well, I kind of have to a little bit, but not really bad, but something crazy happens. And then, everything just goes nuts all from that point. Like she, yeah, she wakes up and there's fire happening. And, and then next thing you know, like it shifts into this whole other thing where it's not like a neighbor. I'll I'll give that away. It's like the neighbors. Okay. And which which is fitting with the theme. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, um, kind of like a, kind of like a cult but not exact. I mean, yeah, they're kind of like a cult, I suppose, maybe. Was it got a little bit of like a, what's the, it always makes me think of Rosemary's Baby, but it's not necessarily that, but that kind of thing. What? Well, we're, no, kind of, but it's maybe, it's, she just, I mean, she, so she finds out right away, pretty much, that it's everybody, but they're all so happy, and they're like, you'll, you'll be so happy if you just give up kind of a thing you know what i mean oh, that reminds me of there's another movie from the 70s or there's a movie from the 70s where a, a woman moves into an apartment building mm-hmm. and it's like everybody at least everybody on her floor but i assume it's the whole building is a part of some goal some gold some group cult thing mm-hmm. and i don't remember i don't remember what their end was like what their point was but that's okay yeah yeah. Okay. So, you know, it was it was interesting, I suppose, especially if you uh enjoy 
discovering ways to break people's psyches because that's so what, a, okay. a big part of the movie. What appeared to be their plan? Were, were they trying to get her to join them or were they just trying to break her? I, I suppose to join them, but it was, okay. I guess it was more, it was like, yeah, it was like, it's not like join us, join us. It's like, you can't escape us. So might as well join us because the alternative is worse kind of a thing. You know what I mean? That's what it was. Gotcha. Okay. Did, was it good? I don't know. It was a... <laughs> Come on. Give us something. <laughs> it, it was, was a movie. Did it suck? Was it boring? What was it? <sighs> did it have any good moments that were worth make, made it worth watching? Or was it just I, like I a... Think, I think the, the back... The back story of it all is somewhat interesting, but okay. I didn't feel especially fond of the character. So I think that kind of just that right there ruins the whole thing for you because you're like, okay, I don't really give a crap what she does at this point, you know. But that's, I don't think that we got enough time to, or I don't think there was enough to the character to make you really root for her either way. And I don't know. There was there was even some people that you were like, oh, they kind of seem like they might be a good guy, but no, they're kind of a bad guy, but maybe they're not that much of a bad guy. So that's nice, you know, kind of layers to people, but still, I don't know. And and plus, probably my main thing is I don't like the implication of the movie, um, which is kind of that we all all we all do that to each other, kind of anyway, um, to kind of torture each other into being the same or what i don't know okay okay that's interesting yeah savannah says i watched toolbox murders not the toolbox murders a guy lived in the walls of this deco apartment building someone was telling me oh, I don't even there's a couple of movies where a guy lives in the walls yeah <laughs> but that's a good creepy setup but i don't know that they're always good movies Except Jojo Rabbit, but that wasn't a guy. And he wasn't... Oh, no, I guess there was somebody in the walls, huh? Kind of. Kind of. Um, was it... Savannah, was Toolbox Murders good? I've heard of that. I don't know. I might have seen that, actually. Okay. Well, so was... People Under the Stairs is great, so Somebody in the Walls is almost as good. <laughs> oh, what was the... One, be one bedroom, one BR? Or... Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I freaked out. Okay. For a minute. Who's next? Wait, Jesse was loading for a moment. Uh oh. Or maybe it wasn't Jesse. Maybe it's me. I think it's you. I, I, you froze I on us a little bit. Yeah, I'm having connection issues. Uh oh. Those darn squirrels won't stay out of the Transformers. Oh, squirrels. <laughs> Hate them. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> speaking of squirrels, Maddie D is in the comments. Oh, woo! Yeah. And, and he, it's his birthday. He's 42, and I'm wearing my 42 shirt because Matt D is 42. Happy birthday, Matty D. Happy birthday, Matt D. And Happy hi, Jerry. And hi. <laughs> <laughs> For today, you're going to be Matty Triple D's. It's extra, extra special. Yeah. No? Okay. Well, it doesn't have the same alliteration as Double D's, so I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Okay. Definitely D's. <laughs> He's got a D personality. 
I don't know what that means. Me either. <laughs> All right. Well played. Okay. Who's next? Jesse, you, you want to I can go? go. I can go. Okay. Um, and, and following right in line with our D alliteration, I did disto- uh, Disturbia. Disturbia. Because I was going to take the Shia bullet. The Shia mm-hmm. LaBeouf. LaBeouf <laughs> bullet. Because uh, uh, like I initially just think of this movie um, when the genre kind of comes up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you pointed out there's basically like a remake of Rear Window, but not official because they tried to sue him. Right. Rear Window had or whoever owns the rights to Rear Window had actually sued the Disturbia people. And uh, the judge was like, no, it's not. It's not the same movie. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same story. So close. I mean, but yeah, no, Disturbia. Rear window is what init- initially pops in my mind, and mm-hmm. then Disturbia, I think. Right. So, yeah, I very much along the same lines. And I almost went rear window, but I was like, nah, I mean, if anyone's going to do rear window, it's going to be Randy. And then I, but I totally forgot you were already planning on doing Fright Night. Well, so. I said that, but I, I usually say something when we're like, we're doing this. Ooh, it gives me an excuse to watch this. And then I don't necessarily watch that. So, right. Plus, Rear Window is not very horror. It is much more thriller. And Disturbia, at least if I remember right, in the advertising, seems like it was going for a little bit more of a horror mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. yeah, and it I mean the way that it's like blocked and whatnot, it's it's definitely more of a horror vibe. Um the uh you know, Shia LaBeouf, I I grew to kind of hate him because this is the movie that kind of kicked it off. But like I remembered liking him in this. Because this is like the first time I I saw that character that he essentially was stereotyped into and then forced to play for the better part of a decade almost, uh, which is the awkward but semi genuine and pretty witty, um, you know, teenage boy. So right, I mean, and but he played it well, and this was the first time I ever saw that him play that character, and so. You know, then then he turned into whatever he turned into, which I I haven't decided whether or not he's a genius, or if he he just legitimately lost his mind. But regardless, he's no longer stereotyped, so it worked. Whatever it did, um, this movie is your basic. Uh, it's your basic. Uh, you've got the neighbors, and you start to notice things, and uh, it's like, oh, this guy could be a killer, and you start like going down that rabbit hole. But at every turn, it's thwarted or it's shown like like they see him dragging a body out um, down the stairs and whatnot. And there's like a smear on on the pavement and it's blood. And you think, oh, God, he's he's a killer. And then, you know, later on, you come to find out, oh, he hit a deer and there's a deer in his garage wrapped up in a tarp. That whole thing. So it's that whole deal. I'm like, it starts with. uh, it starts with his dad, though. I mean, like, it starts with him fishing with his dad. Um, and then they're coming back from this fishing trip that they were doing, father and son bonding time. And then they get into this horrible car accident where his dad dies. And then, um, like, it just all goes downhill from there, obviously, uh, to the point where, like, he clocks his teacher for making, uh, like, a comment, which legitimately, if that came to light, I don't think that this would have gone down the way it went, you know, like, I don't know, maybe it would have, you can't just hit teachers, but at the same time, teachers can't just talk about your dead dad. Yeah. So you're going to get clocked if you talk about a kid's dead dad. 
So I don't know. The, the main thing I remember from that movie is the opening scene because it does the whole like, oh, just people on a car ride. Nope. Horrible car accident. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, like after that, the, that's that's what sets up the crux of this whole thing where he's got the ankle bracelet where he's on house arrest and uh, his mom, who is uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, starts taking things away from him, like uh, cancels his Xbox Live account, and then ca- cancels his iTunes account. Remember back when you had to have an account to listen to your own music? <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, yeah, just starts canceling things, even cuts the cord to his television. So that sets up this whole uh, idea that I've got to find things to do with my time. So what should I do? I'll become a peeping Tom. And so he just mm-hmm. starts watching his neighbors, you know, right. And starts figuring out, you know, like the ins and outs of the neighborhood, that kind of thing. And then there's the hot girl that moves in next door. So you have this literal love, like a uh, love interest in the girl next door. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then, then he happens upon that, the creepy neighbor. And I, I forget who plays him. This guy, this guy. And he is, he, he does a good job with it. I mean, like the, the casting was pretty good overall. Um, I'm not going to say this is like a great movie or anything, but like there's some good actors in it and uh, mm-hmm. they did okay with what the premise was. This is definitely not rear window, but you know, I remember it hitting pretty well in 2007, which is when this came out. Mm-hmm. I guess 2007 was a long time ago already. I was going to say, I, I thought it came out earlier than that, but no, that was yeah, 13 years ago. So it, it was a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, going back to this movie, thought I was going to hate it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, man, I'm just I'm going to hate this because it's Shia LaBeouf. It's going to be every Shia LaBeouf I've ever seen. But again, this was the first and I kind of remembered it as such. So it wasn't it wasn't bad. I didn't totally hate watching it. But again, it, like I said, it's not a great movie. It's mm-hmm. it's OK. It's not a bad movie. It's enjoyable. Watch. Paul had said I used to watch my neighbors shrug uh robin my sister says disturbia was definitely entertaining i watched oh yeah oh yeah dad had a lot of less than legitimate copies of movies (laughs) just say that she watched dad's copy of it a lot um yeah it was i remember it being kind of big like you wouldn't expect it for i mean not to mention, you know, not to reference Rear Window again, but it's that kind of thriller, which it does not seem like big mainstream. Let's market this to the teens movie, but it, that's kind of what it was. And it, it, it yeah, well. both. And that was kind of around. I mean, maybe not exactly around, but I feel like you know when they were making um, like Ten Things I Hate About You, and like like making old ideas in into like a new teenage format for the masses right right yeah um and they changed it enough so that they didn't get sued or well they got sued but so they didn't lose so re 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 worth (laughs) re worth (laughs) watch we're oh my god (laughs) it was a re worth the watch yeah worth a rewatch in 2020 yeah it was all right it was fine and it holds up okay. I mean, obviously, the technology is kind of a hurdle. <laughs> You've got things like walkie-talkies and uh, handheld camcorders and flip 
phones as your as your you know but right, i mean like they right. they make some weird almost hacker level technological leaps in this where it's like hmm yeah all right uh savannah said 10 things i hate about you was 1999 i know and that's the perfect amount of time for somebody to be like you know what we should do that kind of thing again oh are they doing that kind of no thing no because i was oh. saying that that disturbia was like 10 things i hate about you and then they took like a shakespearean you know play that everybody we're not everybody but a lot of people are familiar with and then they made it modern oh just the idea to of relate taking... to teenagers okay. or whatever okay. that's what i was yeah Okay, I see. Yeah, I didn't know where the 10 things I hate about you thing was. I think maybe just like, hey, it was 1999. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> that movie I do believe because that feels right. as old as I feel like it is. <laughs> um, yeah, plus he Heath Ledger is a baby in that. He's a baby. Right. right. And beer-flavored nipples. That's the only thing I remember about that. Yeah. That's a line. I don't even remember that. So what does wow. she have? Was this something like this? Was this chick have beer flavored flavored nipples or something? That's what that, I remember from it. That's an interesting look into your psyche. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange line. <laughs> I didn't write it, but I did remember it. Okay, here's what I watched this week. This I could have done for vampires, but I didn't. But this has sexy vampires. Can't get away from it. That or I choose not to get away from it. Uh, Fright Night from 1985. Um, yeah, it's Fright Night from 1985. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good, man. What? I was just to say, and the sexy vampires would only would only be sexy in 1985, really, because they oh, were yeah. like they were so like that was the hip uh, in 1985. They're like the look that that a lot of them had when. When it comes to the vampire, the vampire, that movie, <laughs> or vampire, that movie is one of those eighties movies that is in love with eighties fashion. Yes, <laughs> because yes. especially they go to the nightclub scene, or basically anytime they're like, okay, he's gonna go, he's gonna leave the house, so he's they're gonna put him in. I think he does, he does like an outfit change while he's chasing people around the streets, and then he <laughs> follows them into the nightclub, and between the streets and the nightclub costume change and <laughs> there's this whole sequence and it's amazing um this is perfectly 80s and not okay so i'm super biased on this one like this is strong nostalgia for me because the, my grandparents they had a bunch of movies on vhs that they recorded off like hbo and stuff back in the day and when we were kids we'd go over and watch them and fright night was one of those movies and i'd watch it all the time, but it holds up. It doesn't. I mean, it holds up in a wow. This is eighties, but it's <laughs> it's perfectly eighties. It's not yeah disgustingly over the top eighties. Um, some of the fashion might be a little questionable, but uh, I don't know. Everything about the the production of it, the look of it, is great. It um <laughs> we. Robin says we watched that movie at our grandparents at an age that was not appropriate, at least for me. <laughs> yeah, when it came to certain horror movies, they didn't care. Fright Night definitely has some questionable stuff in it where it's like, this isn't really made for kids. I mean, teens, maybe, but not kids. Um, but so if you've never watched Fright Night for some reason, 
either of them because I remember, I, I believe the remake, the story is still pretty close. Where this ties into yeah. the creepy neighbor thing is, uh, it's very, it's all about like Charlie, who's the kid, lives in the house, has a girlfriend. Um, they're kind of like two of the main characters, and he gets new neighbors. And the first time he notices he has new neighbors is they are carrying a coffin into their basement in the middle of the night. So then he starts, he gets paranoid about them and starts watching them. And he discovers very quickly that at least one of them, because it's two men that move in there, at least one of them is a vampire. And women go over there and then show up on the news murdered later. <laughs> they don't really show up on the news, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the premise. And then he's like, because he's, a stupid 80s movie teenager he's he doesn't play it smart he's not like this guy is murdering these women that you're reading about on the news i've seen them at his house he's like this guy's a vampire <laughs> and so <laughs> all of his credibility goes out the window yeah yeah and you <laughs> so open with that yeah yeah so that's you know i seen him with a coffin like no 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 like <laughs> anybody with any intelligence would be like i'm going to hold that part back and be like i seen this woman Went into the house, heard a scream. Now she's dead. Mm -hmm. End of story. But then the movie, then we wouldn't have the movie we have. Uh, so, yes, he's like, he's a vampire. So everybody's like, you're crazy. Um, he has a friend, Evil Ed. Evil Ed is amazing. Mm -hmm. so, so over the top, that character, his, his friend. Uh, and that's, I believe, one of the disappointments in the remake for sure. The remake had Tenant, which I appreciate, but I think it had Mc, the McLovin kid. I can't remember his name off my off the top of my head. As Ed, just doesn't have the same like wild, over the top charisma. Anyway, um, and then so he tries to recruit the help of the only person he can think of, Peter Vincent, and Peter Vincent is played by Roddy McDowell, and he is a tv horror host basically but he's also like he was the peter vincent vampire killer filmed a bunch of movies back in the day mm -hmm. and but of course and the remake plays it off like this although the, didn't the remake make him more of like because at the time horror hosts weren't really relevant they made him like a chris angel mind freak magician type guy or something yeah there was some mm -hmm. kind of illusionist uh angle to it right but in the same way as they did in the remake, he's really, he's a flake. He's like, obviously, I mean, in this case, he's literally a TV actor, but you know, he's also like a coward and kind of a flake. Of course he comes around and helps him out, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wasn't the remake main guy, the same guy who died that acted in star Trek. Um, yeah. And he was also in green room. Anton something. Maybe Anton Yelchin. I, I don't recall. Mm. I don't recall for sure. Um, oh, Chekhov. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, maybe. I just know fictional names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first, since this is a video format and we're mm. not just audio content, we're video Facebook. Remember that? <laughs> we're video Facebook. <laughs> we're video Facebook. So, okay. First off, here's Charlie. Mm -hmm. He's... Perfectly Man, that fine. bling is legit. Well, yeah, that's his his cross bling. Yeah, I mean, uh, he knows it's vampires. <laughs> Roddy McDowell. <laughs> no, you got you wait. You got to go back and show that the upper right picture because that's that's right there. Yeah, that's the eighties. 
no, this? no, no, over that one. That that's where that's the 80s. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, no. It, it embodies that whole movie, I think. So here's here's part of the dance scene. This is the vampire question. Something interesting because Dracula is the same thing. They often make him, and I appreciate it that it's not just like I don't know some skinny, young looking guy, but a slightly older, um, larger framed guy who I would as I would not assume is, uh, like I don't know what the you consider man? Yeah. what you'd consider like sexy man, but I guess. But it's the same thing with that Netflix Dracula series. But like dark hair, I don't know. Maybe that's just your what a lot of people have as their default. The voice of Jack Skellington, is it? Their default vampire. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's some super cool stuff. Pin that jacket. <laughs> that's his. I'm going to stalk you through the alleys jacket. <laughs> that <is> great. <laughs> See, he's wearing, he switches costumes back. He switches outfits back because that that is basically his. I'm going to stalk you through the alleys outfit, but then when he's in the club, that's the I'm up in the club sweater. Really? <laughs> I was going to say that's that's so like uh, <laughs> Bill Bill Cosby, you know, like <laughs> Bill Cosby cool or something. I don't know what that what was going on at that time. And also, there really needs to be a section in Target the up in the club <laughs> sweater aisle. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and no white point, sweaters after labor day just up in the club sweaters so this does kind of borrow the dracula thing of like charlie's girlfriend happens to look exactly like a, a, a love he had long ago so it's kind of pulls a dracula thing but he's not dracula he's jerry which is not nearly as cool sounding as dracula but <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal uh with these love interests Charlie's girlfriend is Darcy from Married with Children. Was that her name? The Mar neighbor, Marcy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Mar when, yeah. She, when she was considerably younger, probably about 10 years younger than she was in Married with Children. Um, in this scene at certain point, like between this happening and like a couple shots later while they're dancing, she suddenly has 80s makeup and hairstyle. <laughs> So, like, you know, the, the club does magical things to people. <laughs> Marcy Darcy. Yeah, that was her name, Marcy Darcy. I think that's what her name was, yeah. In the, Really? <laughs> okay. I was, I was kind of right. Um, but, yes, eventually she becomes that. It is very, the slight spoilers, but uh, this, Billy says this movie inherited the, inherited the special effects crew from Ghostbusters. Interesting. The effects are fun. It's it's very 80s. There is some creature effects towards the end that are, I mean, obviously it's pre-CGI, and I'm glad because I, even though it's like a rubber bat and like a crazy wolf transformation makeup, um, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Uh, and the story is, it's good. It's, it's, it's pretty solid. Um, yeah, I don't know. The acting is Roddy McDowell's a lot of fun. Charlie's pretty good. <laughs> He's just it's very questionable. <laughs> like his motive, like his, you know, like I said, he's not very bright. Yeah. Um Evil Ed. Oh, does it not have a picture? Well, that doesn't count. But come on, look at that. That's some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, this scene is actually legit. So this is a vampire that had turned into a wolf. He <laughs> he said just, just nonchalantly a vampire that turned into a wolf. Like <laughs> that's just what happens. They that's what they do. They touch on like there's the there's the classics. Like they even says it like so apparently all the all the standard rules about vampires that you've heard are true is kind of the whole thing. Um, the one guy turns into a bat a couple times, and there also seems to he also seems to do the mist thing. So, uh, but this scene is actually kind of hardcore because he stakes a character who got turned into a vampire, turned into a wolf, and then there's this like really weird, grotesque like transformation back from a wolf to eventually human form as he's dying and Roddy McDowell actually puts like he looks horrified and feel looks like he feels bad about it and it's actually kind of a surprisingly um seriously played scene I just I wasn't expecting it it's like wow okay mm-hmm. how are they not going to show evil ed no no not that one this one yeah. Okay, I guess that's the spoiler. He's the one that gets turned into a vampire. But what? What is this? Remember them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. He's great. I feel like he's extremely over the top and not necessarily in a good way, but somehow it still works. It Fright Night is one of those things where they're bad neighbors, but it made life more interesting to have those neighbors, so it's okay. Oh, Billy Billy with some facts. Uh, and the movie was directed by Tom Holland, who made who also made the first Child's Play, who also had the guy that played the vampire in it. <laughs> Billy says the movie is 35 years old. Spoilers be damned. <sighs> yeah, I, I kind of, but also, like, if you haven't seen it, you know, I don't want to totally spoil it for people because it's it's worth a watch. It's a lot of fun. Um, I know the theme of this is is our um, unusual or our creepy neighbors, you know, like that whole paranoia vibe. Um, but it just struck me as you were describing it. It was like all the rules about the vampires are true. It's like you usually you kind of have like two camps or I mean, I guess you have more than two camps, but it's it's often like. None of the rules are true. That's all bull honky that they made up. Right. Or everything you've heard is true. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to get tricky, everything's true until the one thing that would save them in a like a situation turns out to be the one thing that's not true. So now they're deeper in a situation. Yeah. Uh, and I was actually kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah. It's, it's usually that. like, you failed to mention that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. The creepy neighbor thing is good, and I wonder how many parallels there are to something like... I mean, obviously, the vampire thing overshadows that theme, mm-hmm. but it is so much like... He calls... Well, he, apparently, calling the cops is going down and getting a detective to esco- escort you over to that house so you can point in the guy's face and be like, they're vampires! Yeah. But he brings the cops over. The cops are like, yeah, what are you talking about? There's nothing going on here, blah, blah, blah. And it's that whole thing of... like. The neighbors are doing something bad. They're doing something wrong. He thinks the murderers of some kind. He gets the cops over there and the cops are like, there's nothing wrong going on here. They don't believe him. And it's, it's still plays out like a lot of those kind of my neighbors, a murderer type right. stories do. Yeah. They're like, 
this kid's too square. He doesn't, he doesn't know his neighbors are just swingers or something. So we don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, that's, I went into their house and there was just a fishbowl full of keys. <laughs> it's weird. That's the kind of vibe I get though from I think I got a lot of eighties. Sorry. Oh, is it not me this time? You cut out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We're all over each other. I have no idea. Okay. One thing I am impressed. So I'm impressed with this for being an 80s movie is the guy moves in with his roommate who is like, he's not really an Igor, an Igor, not an Igor. What's the name? Quasimodo. Or a Quasimodo. What's the Renfield? You know, he, he has a helper. Like a butler? What you think is a human helper. Not a butler, but you know, like... Familiar? Basically, you know. Yeah, a human familiar. He has a... Uh, a Guillermo. A Guillermo, <laughs> yes. Um, so it's two guys moving in there. And at one point, they're even... Charlie's mom had even said something like, oh, maybe maybe they're not interested in women or something like that. And Charlie's like, oh, oh he's... Or maybe he's not interested in women. And Charlie's like, oh, he's interested in women because he'd seen some like hot chick walking in there earlier or something, which is a little presumptive. But it handles that whole thing, that whole situation of like, well, maybe it's a gay couple very well for an 80s movie, because in a, a lot of 80s movies, it's hard to find even classic children's 80s movies that don't drop the F-bomb. And I'm not talking the usual F-bomb. I'm talking the very derogatory F-bomb. It, this, it doesn't. I, at least I don't believe. Yeah, this it doesn't go anywhere like that. It's pretty. Uh, what's I don't know. It plays that whole thing. It's like that's not even an issue. So like I don't know. Cool. I appreciated that it didn't make it make that an issue. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the guy's a vampire. That's a bigger deal. <laughs> yeah. There was a sequel to the remake. Billy asked. I think I think I remember seeing. I didn't watch it, but I remember seeing it come out, like promotional stuff for it. I know there's a sequel to the original, which I've actually I've never watched, and I should. Um, It's probably not as good, but and Billy says he's seen the sequel to the remake, and it's kind of poop. (laughs) (laughs) Not a word I particularly enjoy being heard said because it's a stupid, ridiculous word. Poop is (laughs) poop. I mean, that's a, that's even like a word it. I can say on this show. I don't yeah. like it. You don't have to crawl it. It's just a, it's just poop. We <laughs> keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Randy squirm in real time. <laughs> Savannah's there in the comments saying poop. <laughs> so Stephen Jeffries, who played Ed, is a gay person. Well, also, you know what? I'm I. I might be wrong. I don't have facts, so I'm not going to go further on that, but that's interesting. Uh, I see it. He's somewhat effeminate. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laughing at the comments at this point because I'm a child. <laughs> okay, one last thing about Ed because he's the he's the greatest. I actually had to pause the movie because it made me laugh so hard. Uh, at one point when... Amy and Ed go to talk to Peter Vincent to get him to try to help. Not because they think it's the actual vampire, but to help Charlie. Because Charlie, they don't think, you know, they don't believe Charlie at this point, And they know Charlie's going to go murder somebody. They don't think he's a vampire. So, yeah, 
anyway, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what Evil Ed said, but Evil Ed said something, and Charlie's girlfriend, Amy, turns and punches him in the arm, and Ed goes, oh, Amy, and just like the way he reacted, it's like, I don't know, it made me laugh so hard. I guess you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Fright Night, go watch it. Five stars. Maybe yeah. four and a half, but I, I give it five because it's yeah. Fright Night. It's great. The remake, I I remember the remake not being horrible, but also like kind of totally unnecessary. Like I it get that to watch the original, right? I get that. I get that. You know, kids don't want to watch old movies, but yes, it feels like an '80s movie because it's very '80s in every way. But it feels also like it's aged well. It's one of those older movies where it feels more like it's a period piece rather than. Well, it's a period piece, but also a product of its time. <laughs> but I don't know. Again, it's hard for me to like really say because I've got super strong nostalgia tied to it. Mm -hmm. Isn't Colin Farrell in it? Yeah, he plays the vampire guy. He plays the vampire, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I remember That's liking it partly because it's like anything that Carl, Colin Farrell isn't uh, bullseye in, uh, pretty much try to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is, I don't, Generally, I kind of if I hear he's in a movie, I'm le much less interested. And I think it's because of Bullseye. I think it's because oh, this is that was the movie first he's thing. ever made. I think it's got to be close. <laughs> it was the first thing I knew him of from, and I was like, it that was awful. Right. Screw that guy. And then he got a. Well, I mean, that was the worst movie that he was in. Now he's been in a lot of really bad. <laughs> right. I think because of that movie, they're like, oh man. I want my Irish actors to be uh, successful. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I come back a little bit. I come back around to him a little bit with in Bruges. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was a good, good movie. But it he didn't make it good. It was just kind of a good movie. So <laughs> all right, I was fair. That me up. I <laughs> was like, fair. okay, well, he's capable of being in good stuff. So maybe, yeah. maybe he'll be all right. Um. All right, let's move on. Yeah, I'm sorry. My my. My reviews go all over the place. That's okay. I don't. So mind. as creepy as creepy neighbor movies go, where do was where does this fall? Like, would you recommend it as a creepy neighbor movie or as a vampire movie? Both. Like I said, the creepy neighbor thing is there consistently. It's essential mm -hmm. to the plot. It's like the setting. Okay, you know, there's a, maybe a scene or two at, at like at their school. You know, at uh, Peter Vincent's apartment, but for the most part, it's Charlie's house, the neighbor's house, or the yard between their houses, and that's pretty much where the movie takes place. Oh, and alleyway oh, yeah. and dance club. That's when you get teleported into an '80s uh, music video. Also, the music is by the score was by Brad Fidel. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but he is the guy who also did the original Terminator score. Ooh, and it's so good. It's not amazing at times. It's it's a little goofy, but it is so eighties in kind of the best way. Yeah, lots of synthesizer stuff, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, sorry, real quick, Billy Pep, Billy, blah, whatever you know your name. Uh, creepy, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Peck, yeah, creepy neighbors, the burbs. That's I can't believe none of us did that because that is for me. That's like that is the creepy neighbor movie. It is. No, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, I didn't because it is 
it's more comedy than horror. So, yeah. and it's more like adventure than horror, maybe. But the burbs is the yeah. I mean, that is the go-to creepy neighbor thing. <laughs> the paper boy. <laughs> What's going on in this comment section? <laughs> magic, magic is happening in the comment section. Uh, <laughs> so I, I went with the most on the nose, probably. That's why I avoided like the burbs. It was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's what we used as kind of the setup for this, right? Yeah. And I almost went rear window, and that would have been the OG thing to do, but I thought. Right. Uh, I'll go Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Rear window is great, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the original. Not they had remade it at one point with Chris, with Superman, Christopher Reeves. Um, just call it Disturbia. <laughs> right? Don't right. remake just it. Remake it. Call it Disturbia. You'd be safe. Yeah, um, <laughs> it totally changes it. So. <laughs> I, went blank. I feel like I love you comment section yeah, <laughs> I'll let you guys just enjoy those comments yeah 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 no, they're, they're getting pretty magical they really are if anybody happens to be listening on yeah i know facebook. i know because we're, we're just we're not calling them out we're just laughing at them no because I'm, I'm tired of saying poop so i'm not gonna be <laughs> we're tired of saying poop when you said it the first time yep. and this you know what this is why we have snyder watch <laughs> snyder, you know snyder watch is the poop you're right Snyder Watch. Snyder Watch. It's it's back a, again. That's us back again. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a poopy segue. If I saw one. All right. So All right. This, this week's Snyder Watch will be a testament to the fact that this is a pointless segment most times. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead Netflix anime series adds Christian Slater and Joe Maganilio. Did I say that right? Um, I say that word. So, not the Army of the Dead movie, but the Army of the Dead anime spinoff series that will be on Netflix. And apparently, this has got just a ton of people attached to it already. Um, like Dave Bautista, who it, apparently it'll be a prequel to the movie about the character that he's playing in the movie. Okay. Um, That's not confusing at all. A whole bunch of people, Nolan North, who's a voice guy, but also a lot of like non-typical voice actor, just actor actors. Not to separate them too. Voice actors are great, but um but yeah, Christian Slater, that's weird. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe he's here to pump up the volume, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Billy. Maganello is how it would be said, according to Billy's spelling. Er whatever there um yeah 
That's it. That's the story. <laughs> That's our Snyder watch. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I I had to dig a little bit for this one. I mean, this is news from today, but I was like, that's it. That's all there is. All right. So, yeah, uh, we got other news, though. Christian Slater is great in Mr. Robot. Oh, that's another show that I think Melanie and I will have to go back and pick back up because we watched the first season. But we didn't have it was on what FX or something. That sounds right. Something like that. Something There's a lot of good know. shows on there, but it's like you have to get like the channel or something on Amazon or right. through some other service in order to get it. Right. Um, but it's not animated. Savannah says, Mr. Robot, that is, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I mean, with that story, I was initially, I was actually a, not super intrigued, but a little bit. I was like, oh, Christian Slater and another thing. That's good. Uh, I, I enjoy an older Christian Slater. I'm glad he's still doing things. He was great from what I saw in Mr. Robot. Um, but yeah, I mean, he'll be doing a voice in, in this. Uh, let's see. Jamie Foxx returning as Electro in Spider-Man 3. What year is this? Uh, am I sure? <laughs> Dude, yeah, is this, is this another Tekken news story? Come on. This is not old news. In fact, I'll pull it up. This is from around noon today. It's crisp. It's crisp. <laughs> That's crunchy, crunchy news. Mm. The Hollywood Reporter reported this earlier. Exclusive. Um, so the next uh, Spider-Man movie, and we are talking about uh, the current Tom Holland, not the director of Fright Night, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Um, apparently he's in final talks to reprise his. It says to reprise the role of Electro for the latest Spider-Man installment, which is weird if they really mean to reprise that specific role to somehow not. carry over from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man series or just to like play the character again, I, you know, to play a version of the character again. Either way, strange, pretty weird. That's I'm cool. I'm cool with it as long as they don't have him play it exactly the same. It'd be weird. Yeah. I'm, I know they have like in on the animated side, they had the spider verse thing. And I know that they're going to get into a lot of multiverse type stuff a little bit with the doctor strange and all that. But I feel like Marvel going the kind of DC route would be a mis the DC. Like, well, let's just pull in all of the old franchise actors and they'll be their characters from that because multiverse, I feel like maybe that would be a mistake with Marvel stuff, but Depends on how that Stephen Strange uh, show handles it. Right. But that's not to say um, that's not to say that's what they're doing for sure. That There's really no other news beyond that. What, what I right. read there. I'd like to see him get a chance to redeem it because like it's, you know, it's like that whole thing where it's like, it's, it's so bad. Like, well, yeah, it'd be nice to see a little redemption. I like a comeback kid. Um, Cobra Kai. I watched an episode of Cobra Kai. Too. Yay! <laughs> Just one more, but still. Uh, that fills back. me with joy. We're going to jump back 59 minutes. So what have we been watching? <laughs> yeah, we did. We, no, we watched. You're like two. I guess we only watched one the last week or so, but three episodes in, I think, to first season. At least. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit further. 
Add to that number. They're still in the top 10, baby. Cobra Kai is still in the top 10. Speaking of... of oh, sorry. No, it's, it's I'm, totally move, I'm moving forward. You know, screw you guys. You I'm do. moving forward. You, yeah, do it. Do it. I'm like a shark. I can't stop moving. <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that LL Cool J song? You did Jesse do where I was oh going. Oh my God, it. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the song that he did for shark. Deep Blue Sea or like deepest, bluest, I'm like a shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a shark fin. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> my hat's like a shark fin. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. In God, fact, why do I know that song? <laughs> <laughs> my hat's like a shark fin. It's so dumb. Speaking of comeback kids, oh, come on. LL needs another hit just to wipe that one out. Mm-hmm. Deepest, bluest. Yeah, LL Cool J is great. Yeah, he's got, he's got like killer apps. So next week we're doing super intelligent shark movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's, exactly That's right. a really specific niche. Good luck trying to find more than one. In fact, here, hold on. Here's a little LL inspired artwork Jesse did a while back. What? Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. I? I don't remember this. This is a deep cut. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking deep blue sea, weren't we? Oh, man. L- yeah, I drew a shark with a fez. <laughs> deep blue LL Cool J specifically in deep blue sea goes way back with the Grogs podcast. <laughs> this is year does really. <laughs> um, Deepest bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. that's bars son bars (laughs) ll is lalane and that's a good point billy billy says uh hey ll was in halloween h2o he was so it it all fits you're right he was was the like slightly comedic relief uh guard guy that the gate guard guy at the school or whatever it was gate guard i'm pretty sure that's a job title he guarded just the gate nothing else he's always on his phone Uh, i remember too much of that my hat is like a shark's fin (laughs) just just jump in i know this has nothing to do with anything but did you know that netflix has a service it is a gatekeep a gateway service i think they call it i don't know it's it's a gatekeeper and its name is zool z u from like there is, is no data, only Zool, you know? No, okay, so it's... Yeah, yeah. I get I the know. reference, but what is I don't service? remember where you found this. It's like a... Um, it's, a it's a... Billy, gate guard who tried to write sexy poetry. That's what it was, and he was always on the phone with his girlfriend or his wife or whatever, reading this, like, these things he was... Anyway. Um, no, it was like... It's like... um, Kind of... Not like a VPN, but kind of like a VPN tunneling whatever program that they have on GitHub. Mm-hmm. Some type of gateway oh, okay. tunneling yeah, program. Oh, okay, okay. That you can, it's open source ah. or whatever. But yeah. It's, but yeah, it's called Zool. And also, I don't know why they have it. I, I mean, I'm guessing it's just part of their technology that they developed. And they're like, well, let's put this out there on GitHub and people can use it for some reason. It's just kind of cool. But the fact that it's called Zool and it's a hmm. gate gateway. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse. i've been holding on to that segue for like 10 minutes now (laughs) strange uh benedict benedict strange benedict cumberbatch 
reveals when Doctor Strange in the in the Multiverse of Madness, what a title, is filming, and it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> is that literally what he said too? Soon, it'll happen soon. That is the that is the title of the uh, article on Cinema Blend. Um, but basically, he had said he had told Watch Time, which I. I I checked that watchtime.in because it's a watchtime India. Guessing maybe he's over there filming something and I don't know, whatever. But he he had did an interview recently and said, I'm in pre quote, I'm in pre-production with the second Doctor Strange film, which is very exciting. We will start filming in late October or early November, end quote. So I mean, yeah, no, it is soon. Um, but yeah, that's it. Is that really only in the second movie in that? for dr strange yes seems but yeah, yeah i mean Solo he movie. was in he he okay he was in some of the other ones but not mm -hmm. like you know iron man or uh bruce banner or thor are in some of the other ones where they're like main characters tr pushing the story in the other ones he's there but he's he's always kind of um he feels like a side character in those movies you know mm -hmm. It was a pretty big deal in Infinity War, but other than that, he's, he's kind of relegated to like um, after credit scenes and stuff like that. Like he played an important part in Infinity War, but really his screen time, it, it wasn't, it still doesn't feel like he had a whole lot of screen time. That's because he did it all, you know, it, when he was reliving. Oh, that's right. Because that's over his, over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When they, when you, when you do things in your head, traveling through different versions of what could happen. Yeah. Not much to show. Um, <laughs> it pretty much looks like a guy standing there like, uh, okay, here's what we do. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Borat. <My> hat is, <laughs> it, really, it really is. You should see his hat. I loved his bit. Okay, yeah, Billy said Ragnarok and a big part of Infinity War and Endgame. I loved his bit in Ragnarok, though, not really because of him, but that's like the comedy of that movie came out. I, I thought really well in that part with him in, in Thor's interactions. Right. And even just the stupid stuff, like the hammer and he's like waiting and you hear all the stuff crashing. It's such a, it's, it's so dumb, but man loved it. Great movie. That's an, that's a, that's not, that's an okay. That's a, that's an okay. It's a good movie thing. Simple. That's not a, Oh yeah. Calling the white brotherhood or whatever it is. <laughs> not what's happening <laughs> stand down stand by stand by. oh god no <laughs> no no borat no, no. borat no. is back who like who loves borat? borat's back oh good that's timely it mm -hmm. is actually very timely according to la times <laughs> that wasn't why it's timely um Los Angeles Times or latimes.com says Borat is back just in time to mock Trump and the dangers of COVID-19. So this is act this isn't actually super new news because I'd heard this a couple weeks ago and also there were rumors of a Borat sequel um a little while ago because it he I haven't really followed a lot of his stuff. Sasha Baron Cohen's stuff. I I know what his shtick is. I think I seen Borat once years ago when it came out. Um, Haven't even seen it. Uh, Billy Borat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, people like it and I, I enjoy his shtick and his whole thing is like, in this case is Borat, but he, he does a character and then goes out and films 
around people that are not aware that it's he's being a character. Th- right. This is exactly the kind of thing that I can't watch, though, personally. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, horrible for me. And recently, he had, there was some type of, I don't know, convention or conservative gathering or anti, oh, anti-mask anti gathering or something. So like a rally? A rally, <laughs> some type of rally. And he had booked a gig to play with a, as a, you know, him and some people as a band. And they played a song, which is apparently a song they've done before. It's some type of, but it's just an ultra racist, very racist song. And, you know, Mm -hmm. his whole thing is like, it's, he's, he's satire. It's really satire, but they go and they find people and they play this song for them that he wrote because it's satire and then get their reactions as they react to it genuinely. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jews bad, that type of thing, right? And so people are. Ugh. So this was not too long ago, and people are like, "So why is he? Is he making another movie? Is he making another Borat?" And it turns out, yes, he was making another Borat. And so, like, it he was filming up to fairly recently. I mean, he would almost have to be with some of this stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he got on stage and co- and uh, coaxed a crowd to say a bunch of horrible things. Right, right, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, so this the original movie was Borat Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nations of Kazakhstan. And the sequel is the Borat subsequent movie film Delivery of Prodigious Bride to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> so the, it'll probably just be referred to as the Borat sequel. Yeah. Right, right. But so there's this Twitter account, which is kind of the Twitter account for the movie, but it's the Twitter account of, of Kazakhstan or whatever the nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> um, and we won't, I won't show it. We won't get into it because it gets super, super uh, political. But like the, the recent video was like him saying like, or hit the character in voiceover saying things about Trump, like nice things, like he's not racist and he's not had a stroke and stuff like that while showing clips of Trump that would maybe indicate otherwise. Oh Um, yeah. Stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be political. Um, Anyway, we don't, we're spending more time on this considering I don't remember the movie and I doubt either of you. I don't think either of you have seen the original movie. Nope. Um, No. But it will be on Amazon Prime Video October 23rd. So, wow. Right. Right around the corner. 11 yeah. days before the U.S. presidential election, this article notes. <laughs> well, good for him. Oh, yeah. What was it? Oh, it was. He was trolling Pence. At this year's conservative political <laughs> political action conference and quarantining with strangers during the coronavirus, what is more dangerous, the this virus or the Democrats? He asks his host. Democrats, they tell him. So yeah, okay, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be. <laughs> I actually kind of want to watch it. Okay, <laughs> um, do I want to? Where are we at? I want to skip some of these. I have a couple articles, but they're like. Basically, HBO Max unveils special Halloween collection page. Disney Plus conjures up ultimate collection of Halloween movies and specials, although that is very debatable. 
Um, oh. And I just kind of wanted to run through a couple of them. I don't want to spend too much time on this, though, because it's really a nothing story. But there's a couple notable ones, I thought. So the HBO Max, whatever, apparently they have like, hey, here's a bunch of Halloween movies on HBO Max. And there's oh, some yeah. good ones. There's some crap ones. You've got some random Child's Play sequels in there. Mm -hmm. uh, the Brood, which was, there's actually wow. a couple of, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a couple of Cronenberg movies. The Brood is an early one. Uh, Scanners is listed in here somewhere. Yeah, Scanners. Scanners is great. We've got Puppet Master. What? All right. The Frighteners. Um, I list the brood twice. The first three. Oh, no. Oh, no. Alien versus Predator. Oh, oh, that's yeah. a horror okay. movie of a different kind, though. <laughs> All of the alien movies up to AVP Requiem. So nothing. So it doesn't look like it has um, whatever the newer ones were. You know, and then a bunch of things. Uh, something notable, though, that I appreciate that they did is, I mean, I don't really watch any of these shows. I mean, I guess South Park, but they highlighted Halloween episodes of of some series. And I love that idea because I'm always like, I want to watch like Halloween TV. I want to mm -hmm. watch a Halloween episode of a TV show I like. But like, then you have to do, you have to look it up online. I do like the idea of like, here's that, here's, you know, whatever South Park Halloween episode or the fresh prince of bel-air fresh what? prince of bel-air you know stuff like that that's kind um, of fun yeah the the treehouse of horror collection kind of thing right oh yeah do and they have actually, that they that would be wise that who has simpsons right now i think disney plus has simpsons let me hop over to that let's disney plus it up oh it's not the puppet it's it's the alien one not the puppet master the alien I got one. excited for no reason. Too many movies with the same title. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so would the the puppet master be the puppet master or something? Or does it just have the same title? I think it has a subtitle too, doesn't it? I could be wrong. I have it over there. Somewhere. They have the haunting, but not the good haunting. They have the 1999 haunting. That's not a good movie. <laughs> now, if if you want something a little more family friendly because Disney plus does not have hardcore horror stuff. Uh, Disney plus is, has the same thing. They have a collection of like Halloween stuff, Halloween town, Halloween town, high Halloween town Two. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's, we got to come up with one recommendation from the okay. Disney plus. I have not watched here. it, but I almost watched it for our Frankenstein episode, the Franken weenie. Movie. I was just looking at that. I was like, boom, there it is. Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie. But not only that, I have seen, where's it at? The Monster they have the House. original 1984 Frankenweenie short that Tim Burton did. Mm. And that I have seen, which is kind of what the movie is, the longer movie is based on. Um, but they do the same type of thing. They have a bunch of movies that they, you know, have whatever they have access to. But they also have Disney Channel Halloween episodes. So they have, you know, I guess Girl Meets World, but they don't have Boy Meets World. <laughs> they have Muppet Babies. They have a Muppet Babies episode. Yeah, uh, happy Halloween. Waka Waka. Man. So, yeah, they, they highlighted <laughs> Halloween episodes from s some shows. So, you know, if you want the more family friendly version, you got Disney Plus. If you want just the weird collection of stuff from like awesome movies, American Werewolf in London to. Eraser head, and I guess maybe that's oh. horror, but I don't know. Hmm. David Lynch, like 
none of it's horror, but yet all of it's horror in my mind. Mm -hmm. The Frighteners, man, the Frighteners. Frighteners was really good. Yeah. That one that that one surprised me. I thought it was not going to be it was. <gasps> House. The Japanese I believe it's Japanese. The Japanese House. Mm -hmm. That movie is weird. You want yeah. weird? Watch that. Uh, Paul said, let's see. Billy says their Sleeping Hollow movie is really good. Paul says Zombies is fun. The Zombies listed over on, I have no idea what that is, on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's pretty much it. I am a little disappointed that Monster House didn't make either list. Mm, that's good. But, you know, good as far job. as animated like monster shows go, it's one of my faves. The X from Outer Space, like there's some, the 1959 The Mummy, HBO Max, they pulled some surprising older movies. 1957, The Curse of Frankenstein, Dracula has Risen from His Grave from 1969, Carnival of Souls from 62, which is okay. It's creepy, but man, it's it's a slow movie. Oh, Invisible Man, the new Invisible Man is going there, huh? Is it? I have to like rent it. I've been wanting to watch that and so that will be uh that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna watch it on hbo max well you know what else you might have been wanting to watch what's that but, and also disney plus is a thing what, uh, what, what? <laughs> assuming you're not boycotting it for uh, you know political reasons soon you can watch mulan without a disney plus subscription and the reason i'm doing this story is because i didn't realize so they you know they released they released it to VOD or it's been released now right yeah i think so isn't it out now i think so i don't um, know it's awful lot of news if it wasn't out <laughs> but they released it to streaming you know VOD and for $30 right we did a um, last week or the week before we did a story um where basically yes they release it VOD $30 but if you can wait a couple months, it'll be on Disney Plus just as part of Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize is that in order to even to watch it VOD to pay the $30, you had to have Disney Plus. So you oh, had yeah. to be paying for Disney Plus in order to be able to pay the $30 to watch the movie now. And mm -hmm. Paul, we'll get to that in a second. Um, and I was, so that's weird. That's weird. But uh, this story is basically in, what is it? Yeah, starting next week, it's going to go to um, like Fandango Now and Vudu. So you can pay $30 without having to also own a subscription to Disney Plus and watch it. Yep, that's it. And that's then it will just be normal on Disney Plus or they're going to make us wait a little longer for that. There's, you're still going to have to wait. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I don't think it's till I don't think I think it's December or something. If I remember Whoa. from a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, because right now it's premium VOD, um, but eventually it will just be on Disney Plus and you can watch it without having to pay the $30 to rent it. Uh, they did say available for digital purchase October yeah October 6th on Fandango Now and Voodoo it'll be available for digital purchase so that seems different than just renting it yeah. right well, I, well, yeah I, I assume, I'm okay with that yeah so I mean if I'm going to spend that kind of money and I'm going to own it that's different than I get to see it once right yeah. I mean as far as actually owning anything now 
goes. Right. Well, sure. You can rewatch it whenever right. you want, yeah. assuming Fandango now, Fandango now, or Voodoo is still a thing, or is bought by someone else that will just roll over the service. Which is, is it Voodoo? It's actually it's both it of them. Old, it was UV, like ultraviolet, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Man, every it seemed like every six months I'd get a new email. Hey, so uh, this company has been bought by this company, and you roll your account right over. It's like whatever. I never use it. <laughs> Right. I, I bought some like DVDs or Blu-rays that had the free digital copy or get five free movies on us. So I signed up for the account, but it seemed like every six months it, it would just transfer companies. Right. Um, okay. And then the last, oh, okay. No, let's keep going with the news. <laughs> hey, did you watch Alita Battle Angel? No. Oh, sounds like you might have missed it in the theaters. Well, you might be getting another chance to check it out in the theaters if you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a weird story. This is coming from cinemablend.com. Sounds like Alita Battle Angel will be coming back to select theaters. And so early this morning, as this article is from today, which is October 1st for future audio listeners. Oh. Oh, you froze for us. Oh, no, I'm just reading. Uh, I'm reading messages. Oh, okay. Okay, well. Uh, early this morning, the Alita Army embarked on a campaign to get Cinema Chain Cinemark Cinemark to re-release Alita Battle Angel into theaters at some point before the end of the year. The campaign, a campaign that could help boost awareness for a potential sequel... The Robert Rodriguez films fan films' fans took to social media and did what they do best, flooded the internet with requests to make this happen. And just hours later, something pretty big happened. Cinemark responded, and it sounds like Alita Battle Angel will be coming back to select theaters. Uh, so specifically in their tweet, they said, Hey, hashtag Alita Army, we hear you loud and clear. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Stay tuned. More info coming soon. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hashtag re-release Alita. This is so weird. Like, if you're a fan of the movie already, are you excited about this? Like, that it's coming back to the theater? Isn't it? It's out now. You can, like, own a physical, like, you can own it. It's on. Right? You watch it on HBO Max or something, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess it has a... Hardcore fan base. I haven't. Well, seen the, there's there's like a storied past to that hardcore fan. Some of that, some of the hardcore fan base. Because remember, it was a big Is deal it, about. Um, what was the other movie? That it was it was Captain Marvel. Right, Captain Marvel right, came out. Right. People got mad, and they were like, "You want to watch a real strong character lead a battle angel?" And so, part of my disdain, you know, like I, it's probably a good movie. I have no idea, uh, but. It let, that whole thing left a kind of a yuck taste in my mouth. It was like, this is the movie. I'm like, mm, is it though? This is a real woman. Right. That is CGI a robot. Robot that looks <laughs> too inappropriately young, but also sexy. Big eyes. Big eyes. The big eyes make it weird. It's alien-like, but also like it gives it that like weird cuteness. Yeah. I but I'm I mean I like Robert Rodriguez I like a lot of his films oh yeah yeah when he's making films not just for his children I like his movies typically yeah um 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't see your messages, Melanie. That's okay. I'm reading articles. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm I'm sure the movie's fine. I'm curious about it. I just it hasn't been a priority to me. Apparently, it has a following. I found it interesting that a whole bunch of people were like this morning, like, "Hey, bring, put Alita: Battle Angel back into the theaters," and some theater was like, "We might be able to do that." <laughs> sure. I, Let's see. Billy says, I enjoyed it, but I know nothing about whatever anime or manga it came from. Mostly, mostly he likes uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, I dig Rodriguez too. I should yeah. just give it a shot. Uh, yeah, don't let a toxic fan base ruin a thing for you. And that's not, that's not to say this hashtag Alita Army is toxic. I don't know their fan base, so I'm not right. trash talking them. Right. But, um, I, I feel like when you hear this, there's one reaction like people have of like, well, I mean, if the movie studios or whoever is just going to bow to what people say, blah, blah, blah. But I, this feels different. This is like, hey, you know, movie distributor chain or movie theater chain demand. And then they're going to be like supply. So like that seems OK. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. It's just weird that there's such demand for that, which I didn't hear really all that much when it did finally come out, other yeah. than, you know, some of the weird kind of contentious things. Is that the word? Um, okay. <sighs> However, if whatever studio ha owns that wasn't looking, based on what it did in the theater previously, wasn't looking at continuing with a sequel, <laughs> a select short a theater run in one theater chain at the end of Corona year probably isn't going to convince them otherwise. <laughs> yeah, look at the dollars. money we could make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything, limited release, limited seating. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. If anything, <laughs> this theater is probably like sweet. We don't have movies, so <laughs> no one is releasing movies. <laughs> so you you want to put a movie out? Put it out now. We'll take if, it. If they didn't have lawyers, we'd just be streaming Disney Plus in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch Mulan. Next, next week, that'll be the news. <laughs> right, right. Bootleg uh, theater showings of uh, Disney Plus, Mulan, and the Man the Mandalorian episodes. Oh no. Um. Do, 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 do. That, okay, that's it for my stories. Oh, so then we got trailer. That's the last thing we have to talk about. Okay. Uh, Paul had mentioned it in the comments. Mm -hmm. He said, new The Craft coming this month. Yeah. And they're putting the Blumhouse thing right right on to you're like, Blumhouse, The Craft. Legacy. Hey, I watched the trailer for Blumhouse's The Craft called? <laughs> Uprising? The new the Legacy? Legacy, yeah. <laughs> The origins, yeah, generic uh, sequel subtitle. Um, yeah, Blumhouse's The Craft Legacy. Yeah, we watched that trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Billy says, Do not, I repeat, do not stream Disney. Uh, Daydream <laughs> instruction manuals banned in 47 countries. Yeah, kind of. What did you think was going <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The uh, you know, but you don't know Disney. until you know, and then you really do know. You don't know till you try. That's true. Didn't wasn't it Disney that used to go after like 
daycare daycares yeah that had yeah. their cartoon characters don't even paint me on the your wall building no way <laughs> mm. uh-uh. <laughs> they have eyes and ears <laughs> <laughs> the copyright supposed to still supposed to expire on mickey mouse and yeah. supposedly they've missed the opportunity to like do the usual let's change the copyright laws because that's the kind of power <laughs> corporations have in America. Right. Makes right. me angry. Yeah. But well, yeah. They missed that opportunity. So what are they going to do? Now nah, they're probably going to pull something out of their hat and it'll be steamboat Willie. That will be, he'll, he'll fall into public domain. Right. Oh, right. So they'll, right. Somehow they'll say that's not even Mickey. So Mickey is something yeah. else and you can't use Mickey mouse, but you could do, I guess your, your steamboat Willie fanfic movie that you want to do right. <laughs> and everybody's burning up your live action steamboat <laughs> willie movie it was just here i am whistling in overalls on a boat steamboat. what's that is that color <laughs> lawsuit no <laughs> color is that color off in the distance banned <laughs> banned in 47 countries you and him <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's not to laugh at your podcast being banned. That's serious yeah, yeah. news, but or serious happenings. Um, but also that's kind of something like dude, that's man. something you could. Who who can say that? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's kind of punk rock, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And the banned. fact that it was Disney. Come on, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So the craft legacy. I know I have made comments in the messenger in messenger. I want you guys' honest opinion on what you thought. Don't let my initial. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even get a chance to read. Okay, good. All of those, so I'm. I'm. I'm biased. But what do uh, you guys think of this trailer? It looks like it's in the spirit of the original. (laughs) (laughs) That's so wholesome. (laughs) The spirit of the craft comes a new tale. (laughs) Oh, did it, Nancy? (laughs) (laughs) Stiff as a board. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. They opened with that. This is like the teaser for the trailer that you're about to watch. They didn't have the Nancy quality though. That is the only thing that saves the craft from being a crap movie. But aren't you satisfied? They had a Polaroid picture of her. No, Fruka Bulk or what's her name? Fruza Bulk. Bulk, Yeah, actually, yeah. She's a great actress too. I mean, she's not in this movie, so. She's the worst witch. The the babysitter wasn't even hardly in the babysitter sequel. So that's a good point. (laughs) I am. No, I'm sorry. I'm. You guys continue. Melanie, did you have more? I get my. She's the worst witch, and that should be enough. Tim Curry in a in a giant rainbow colored you know bat outfit. That's all you need. I love that that sells you for her in yeah. the craft. <laughs> for, for anything, and, anything that he has touched from from that moment on, uh, like everything that expands out from it, is awesome. Just by being associated with Tim Curry in a giant multicolored bat suit. <laughs> so, like, is this happening in the same town? Like, is that the thing? Like, the house is it the same house? I couldn't like just tell. We're like, hey, we moved into a new house. It's the That'd same house. It's the same house. It's like, well, it's it's the craft. It's about yeah. what she's like. It's the house. <laughs> it's the craft house. Right. I thought it was like assuming they they all went to like the same school or something. So was it like at the town? 
you know, like the Salem witches or something. It's not, it's whatever crap down there from, but you know, well, and it is that kind of thing is what I thought, I, I thought it had going. I realized that whatever her name, Feruza, whatever her name is more recognizable and more well-known, but like she wasn't the one in the original that had the power. She was the right. evil one, mm-hmm. but she didn't have the power. It was whatever the main character's Nancy. name was. N- yeah. Nancy is the actual character, I believe. No, Nancy is, I think Nancy is, is Feruza. <laughs> yeah. Is that, oh, I thought, I thought her big line was like, oh, do you Nancy? Oh, where? Maybe so right. I could be wrong. Savannah wants a craft house. Um, but she also says no thanks to the craft legacy. Uh, Paul says, I'm I'll probably it see it because my wife loves the original and she watches it just about once a year. So I'm sure we'll probably see it. I don't know if it'll yeah. be worth seeing or not, but the original is perfectly 90s. Like, yeah. was maybe there a not- sequel to the original? I don't think craft. so. Okay. If there was, it was definitely direct to video. And right, right. But I, I don't think so. I I appreciate that they are going sequel route instead of just reboot route. But then when they have repeated scenes where it's like, we are the weirdos, that... We are so, the weirdos. Yeah, that was pretty cringy. It was like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> my my roller coaster ride, emotional roller coaster ride of watching the trailer, I was like, oh, I don't know. And oh, they're just... Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Okay. Oh, they have a pop song, like an upbeat pop song, but they're doing mm-hmm. it kind of dark, like every other trailer. That's fine. Um, and I was like, but I'll be open about this. And then I was like, wow, there's a lot of glitter. Don't remember that much <laughs> glitter and sparkle in the original craft. They kind of had a the opposite yeah. look, but whatever. It was the nineties. It's it's like it's like what Savannah's comment. I want a craft house, and in my mind, I was like, does she mean like witchcraft, or does she mean like? arts and crafts like a craft room but like a whole house yeah they Depends. both kind of apply actually so i don't know which one she's right. going he's for. a craft house <laughs> <laughs> that's the cover song yeah yeah um i mean it's, i don't i don't know that the craft is such a like cinematic masterpiece that it can never be touched but like i mean it's definitely it it's got high school nostalgia for me. I enjoyed the craft. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't feel right. Paul says now witches sparkle. I mean, witches oh. sparkling does not completely surprise me, but in a craft movie, like there was way too much sparkle going on. And also like too much, like she apparently has mind powers that can, she could just throw people around and that's fine. But like they, sh- there was like three different t- versions of that in this trailer. And I'm like, right. That's weird. That seems a little like abusing it. Now is um, she being um is she being like taken over by the spirit of uh Feruza's character? Is that what's going on? Cuz I I got a hint to that in the trailer. If that is what's going, I don't know, maybe. You're not women, stop trying to think it. Don't worry think it. It's it, that's what I was talking about. You know, it's 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 the womanhood. It scares you. I understand. So is every episode going to be us getting attacked now for not being women? No, okay, so... (laughs) The womanhood. (laughs) Um, Savannah says, why can't witches sparkle? Uh, And I will argue that and say if any creature is going to sparkle, it should be a witch, because... Or a unicorn. Can't sparkle, but it's the craft. They need to at least sparkle in a cooler way. In a very goth they need to sparkle Catholic 
they need to sparkle like the night. Sparkle the night. This is a craft movie, not a Batman movie. There's no way they're gonna make. There's no way they were gonna make this gothy because that's not gothy isn't a thing anymore. But I don't know. It seemed like at first I was like, okay, maybe. But but then by the end, especially once she gave, once they did the repeat of the watch out for weirdos, sir, we are or Mister, we are the weirdos. Once they did a repeat of that line, I was like, it's just gonna be a hollow re, a hollow soft remake, is what it's gonna be. And I'm not. I don't care for it. It's fine. Make it for modern kids. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the period. Okay. The period thing, though. Even though my initial response was like, oh, a little Carrie now, aren't we? That's kind of horrifying. And I realize that's a real thing that happens to lots of women. So, yeah, it's pretty good. I did enjoy that. I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but that seemed like a, that's like, a oh, yeah, that's embarrassing. That's a weird thing to enjoy about this trailer, Randy. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Well, we did it, right? We did it. <laughs> We're going to end on that note. <laughs> we solved all of it. Melanie, save us. What should we be like amazed by? Right. Oh, man. Please save us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you should be amazed by poop. Um. <laughs> kind of am. Randy's, Randy's new kink. It's not new. <laughs> <laughs> I live Whoa. In <laughs> uh, no um yeah i totally wasn't prepared i'm sorry <laughs> um i'm trying to think of just anything that has happened that struck me um i don't know i mean i'm sure there's things to be amazed by but this week they've Not just been oh, they've, they've been overshadowed by like stupid presidential debates and just the crap that bogs us down that has no meaning you posted something on your facebook feed that i was like wow but you usually do thanks what was it yeah i'm just looking through your feed now (laughs) well everybody go and look through my feed because it's yeah there you go yeah yeah (laughs) oh you know what they were talking about yeah uh what about this paradox free time travel stuff Oh, well, that's, that's paradox free time travel. Right. I mean, it's, I mean um, that's basically it, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's all math. It's, it's you know, mathy. And um, if you, the more you know about math and um, science, because they kind of are intertwined, excuse me, uh, that's, um, I don't know, that's my train of thought. Sorry, guys. It's all good. Um, oh, and Saturn's six. Largest moon, one of the top candidates for hosting alien life. That was kind of cool. Paul says, nothing amazing. No rant. This show sucks. Well, let us tell you some inaccurate facts about Wu-Tang. Then you can go and give us a negative review on Apple Podcasts. Please do. Those are my favorite. <laughs> those definitely <laughs> don't stick. <laughs> one star. You don't know gets about Red Man. Ooh, do you remember the YouTube comment we got about uh, Ghost of the Shell back in the day? Maybe we should do a, like a 
we should do all the anime shows and then we should do the like maybe we will watch an Alita Battle Angel and we'll get everything wrong and we'll have the Alita, Alita army telling us what why our show sucks too. Wu Tang deepest bluest. My hat is like a shark fin. <laughs> you didn't know LL was in Wu Tang. You didn't know that, did you? He's he's Wu Tang forever, baby. Okay, we're gonna get so much hate. Oh, are you Melanie? Are you still there? No, she's muted. Okay. Um. Should we end the show? Yeah, probably, but we got to figure out what is our next monster of the week. Okay, here's what we have. Here's we have a potential list. Okay, we have redneck slash hillbilly slash backwoods, and we have possessions, and we have Nicolas Cage. I think we decided Nicolas Cage was going to be the week of Halloween. (laughs) Right, scariest monster. (laughs) Nicolas Cage is the scariest monster. Right. Um. Right. Okay. So, so what do we get? What, what, what do we not, what what are we missing though? I feel like, I mean, that would pretty much take us through to Halloween abouts, but I feel like there's something missing because rednecks, hillbilly backwoods. That's it's Melanie. You're missing some Melanie. We were, where'd you go? (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I had to use this. Oh, no problem. Um, the facilities for a moment. Excuse me. What monsters? (laughs) Toilet monsters. What monsters should we we do next? (laughs) What the womanhood? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, hey, we can do craft the craft that we can do that one. The craft, that's what we'll do. The craft, (laughs) just the craft. craft. We can do witch movies. Yeah, we we haven't done witches. There we go. Wait, when? Yeah, okay, we'll do witches. We'll do witches. That's a good one. Yeah, but which one will we choose? Oh. It's gonna suck. <laughs> I had to throw all my catchphrases in one moment right there. Does Disney Plus have the witches? Is that a Disney? <laughs> I'm sorry, it has to be. The witches is a great movie, okay? Angelica Houston. It is a great movie. I everything yeah. about that statement makes me think Savannah should pop up with a comment in about two seconds, be like, yeah. Savannah or Disney, does Disney own the um distribution for Hocus Pocus too? Who owns that? Yeah, you can watch Hocus Pocus on Disney right now. Oh, it looks like the witches don't quote me on this. It looks like the witches is on Netflix. Oh. That is a movie you can watch with your kids if your kids aren't wussy. <laughs> <laughs> if your kids aren't lame. Uh, that was before Chloe, right? That was before Chloe was born, wasn't it? So it was just mm-hmm. um, Bella and, and Gabe. And Gabe, we watched The Witches with <laughs> Melanie's niece and nephew, and and Bella was like, "I don't like the music. It's scary. Can you turn the music off?" It's like <laughs> that's part of the <laughs> part of the movie. The score. <laughs> I had a hard time. Yeah, we. I had a hard time convincing her, like, not to be scared of it. But it is pretty creepy, so yeah, hmm. yeah. That's my Harry Potter because <laughs> it's like the Harry same, Potter. but yeah, he got shipped off to different kind of witch school. Much less pleasant kind. Witches and wizards were cool. This is, the witches is what Harry Potter would be. <laughs> I mean, I like even Harry Potter fans aren't gonna like refute you right now. They're like, no, J.K. Rowling. Oh. 
Well, this was produced by Jim Henson. That's legit. Gotta, I don't think he didn't write it, but doesn't matter. It's got the Henson magic. Oh, and it was adapted from The Witches, the graphic novel. Interesting. So hopefully you guys were amazed why I was gone because I don't even know what happened there. Um, I don't either. But I'm amazed we made it through this episode. Are you guys with me? A little bit. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. I'm with you. <laughs> we, we did make it too. Um, I don't really have anything to. We survived our creepy neighbors and everything. No. Oh wait, did we determine what we're doing next time? Witches. Witches. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Witches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Grogspodcast.com. Go there. What's Do the it. Click on things. Click the ads. Go to Humble Bundle. Humble, go to grogspodcast.com slash humble bundle affiliate and links. Give us money or go to patreon.com slash podcast. We love our patrons. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to one of our patrons. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Maddie Triple D's. <laughs> Is that, am I going to get canceled for that? I feel like it shouldn't. I don't know. I think <laughs> I only, like he I can can, only he can cancel you, I believe. That's true. He is a patron. He could cancel ours. Patron. Yeah. Please don't. All right. Hey everybody! Thanks for listening. Uh, mm-hmm. Have a good weekend. It's it's October. I'm it's like, glad we made it. Whew. Now 2020 <laughs> can actually start. But Finally, with, like, good things. Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, our special weekly live Grolix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out GrolixPodcast.com/live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook.com slash Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good, good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.